Pegasus Nation, what is up? Free agency is upon us, and we are here to talk all about it. My name is Carlos Fierro. I'm here with my co-host, Armando. And we have a lot of things that have been going on last night with free agency and the transfer window. Now, before we get into all of that, I, we, I've got some exciting news on the business front. So right now, I am not Carlos, the radio podcast host. I am the CEO of Pegasus at the moment. So starting next week, Pegasus will have two shows. This one, the main one that we're doing right now. And we're going to have my, a show that will be called um, fuck, what the, uh, the name is still going to be the name's going to be coming out soon but it's going to be a very fun show where I'm going to dive into different seasons of soccer basketball and football and give you my thoughts on that certain season and like go by the numbers on like how each team did and what I would have done differently if I was this team. It's going to be a fun, fun series. It's going to be a limited series, so it's not going to be like... It's going to have like a couple of episodes a season, so it's going to be interesting. And now this is the main big, real big announcement. We are going to start doing live shows. We have three cities... Well, two, two confirmed cities that we're going to do live shows in and a potential third. So... Basic, and I've been getting these emails a lot. People have asked, how do we do our shows? What, like, what goes into them? And I'm going to show people how we're going to show people how we do it. First city we're actually going to do is next week. We will, I will be in Mexico doing live shows all around Mexico. I'll be in Monterrey. I'll be in Guadalajara. I'll be in the DF. I will be doing everything. And I will be doing both shows obviously and with i'll actually if you see me you can come up with come up to me talk to me ask me questions and make sure you look out for in our twitter because we're going to be uh actually playing a game there where we'll put different clues and hints sports related trivia and the winner will actually be able to come up segment and debate both of us and that's going to be interesting. And then after each episode that we do, I will also be at the location doing a Q&A. So if you want to debate me, you can. And we're going to be doing that in Mexico. And we're also going to be doing that in Qatar for the World Cup. So that should be pretty damn fun. So big things are going to happen. So uh, now let's get into the show. All right. So starting off. We have Tottenham and Everton are interested in Jesse Lingard on the free transfer. Damn. Look at Tottenham making moves, bro. Like Richardson, they got... Um, who else they get? They, they made some moves. I think they're also working on... On getting Lenglet from Barcelona yeah, on the loan. I know they signed someone else because, like, it's Richardson, um, Perasic, Perasic. They got Perasic. 
obviously they've got that the guys that they have in there with Harry Kane, Human Son, Hugo Lorenz, Tanganga. So maybe we might see Tottenham actually win the trophy next season. Probably not. I think that team is cursed, but they have a good chance. <laughs> they have a chance. I do think Tottenham will be competing for for the Prem next season, especially if they can go out and get like a Jesse Lingard. Because it's, 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 it's an interesting situation with Tottenham. They definitely have what it takes. They definitely... Um, I think they, they're a good team. And now with these signings, they, ha- they, are, they could be pushed to the next level. Yeah. So next up, we have Barcelona and Manchester United have agreed on a 56 million transfer fee for Frankie de Jong plus the potential add-ons. Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't want de Jong in Man United. I think he has too much potential to waste it in a club that's not going to do anything for the next five years. I think he had he had so much potential in Barca, and I I think I don't think uh, I think Ten Hag. Don't get me wrong, Ten Hag's a decent coach, but I don't know if Ten Hag can really get the, the best out of De Jong. Yeah, like, and I think like Manchester United isn't really the best team for players that go from excellent clubs to the Prem. Like, it happened with Alexis Sanchez. He was excellent in Arsenal. He was one of the world's best players. He went to Manchester United, and he was... Absolutely ass. (laughs) And then Di Maria happened the same thing with him. Now, De Young. Yeah. Manchester United... (laughs) Unless your name is Cristiano Ronaldo, you're not going to go there and be the same player you were at your old club. Like, I don't think the young, I don't, I don't, I, I thought if the young leaves Barca, I don't think he should have left Barca, but if he had to leave Barca, I don't think Man United would have been, would have been the right club. I don't think, I really don't like it. I don't like the move. I think Manchester gets better. Yes, I just don't like it for uh, for a player side. Yeah, I. I mean, as a Barcelona fan, it hurts seeing him be like the Neymar that we had and wasting so much potential. Yeah. Because, man, Neymar is another story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, hope he does good. And I hope... Because I hope he does well and I hope he succeeds. But, man, Manchester United, they're in a rebuild, but they're not even... They're not even in one of those, like, Juventus-type rebuilds. Like, Juventus is a couple of years, like, a couple of seasons. Like, probably this season is going to be competitive. Man United competitive for at least three to four years 
That's why I do think Ronaldo has to get the absolute hell out of there because they are going to waste that man's remainder of his prime. They're going to waste Ronaldo's prime trying to make it to the Europa League and not making it to the Champions, not competing for a Prem. Manchester United is in is in trouble, man, and they got to fix their situation. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, with Frankie de Jong departing from Barcelona, how do you think they perform next season? Barca? Yeah. Because I think, like, I know we have star players like Pedri, Gavi, Nico, but without de Jong, I just don't see that midfield being as strong. As it could have been with the young staying in Barcelona. I think Barca's going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle next year with no De Jong at that midfield. I don't think that I don't think they're going to be as good as they were this year. I I think if they would have kept De Jong, that team has a lot of promising potential to be. Competitive. I don't. I don't think they're not going to be competitive. I just don't think they're going to be as competitive as if they had the young, especially in the Champions League. Yeah, because the cha- You you now see that there's a lot of good teams in the Champions this year. Tottenham. Uh, we know what City has. We know, uh, especially in Manchester City with uh with Haaland now, Liverpool with uh, Nunez. Now we know who we know what Real Madrid can do in the Champions. We know PSG. Eh, PSG doesn't do anything, but PSG is still there. Uh, we've got like, then we got those sleeper teams. So like, I think it's gonna be interesting. I think Barca is gonna do really. I think they're gonna be fine in La Liga. I think they'll probably finish second. I don't think they. I don't think the team they have right now is enough to win it. Um. I think they'll finish second or third, but I think they're going to struggle with no Jajong in the champions. I just hope we don't get eliminated in the first round again. I don't <laughs> I don't think it all dep- it also depends on the group, but yeah. I think Barca can make it to the next to at least the second round. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have and Neymar has been contracted to PSG until 2027. Oh, Neymar, 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 Neymar. Why? I mean, I think Neymar, man. 2027, that's five years from now. Neymar's, what, 30? Yeah. Going to be playing until he's 35. Man, he made a mistake. I think he, I think, I think it's a bad, I think it's a mistake for both PSG and Neymar to keep him around. And after all these rumors about Neymar, Wanting to leave, 
He was he was basically linked to every single club. <laughs> like Juventus was interested, Chelsea was interested, Santos wanted him back. Barca was interested. Castle was in the rumors. Fucking Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Everyone was interested. Holy crap, we got a breaking news. The Indiana Pacers are trading guard Malcolm Brogdon to the Boston Celtics. We still don't know what they're getting in return, but Brogdon's going to Boston to the Pacers. Okay, now back to Neymar. But yeah, I don't... I don't know how this adds up. Like what PSG is trying to do. Like they've said things, but they are doing other stuff that contradict their goals. Yeah, they said that they wanted to be a a good team, not just a loaded squad. And now they're signing (laughs) a player that they said they were going to get rid of. Yeah, I mean. I it's I think PSG is a joke. I genuinely do. I think PSG is dumb. I think that this has been probably the worst. This this has been the worst performing super team in the history of sports. Not just soccer, but in sports. Like you look at who you have. You have Lionel Messi, Mbappe. You had Neymar, like, and you couldn't win. Like, I don't think you got Messi and Neymar and Mbappe just to win the French league, and like, and now you give Mbappe the entire power. Like, you make make you make Mbappe pretty much god in Paris, and like, I I think that was their biggest mistake because then that's when they lost. Anyone ever, anyone ever wanting to go there? Because if you say something bad about Mbappe, he gets rid of you. Like these guys have been rejected by Pogba, Schwamini. Um, um, they've, they've been rejected by everybody, man. And then Zidane, yeah. Mourinho, Guardiola, every every major coach, every major player that Mbappe has wanted has rejected them. Yes, and like the PSG just—they're cursed, basically. Yeah, I think, I think they just yeah they they ruined their uh, yeah. they they they're in a bad position right now. Like, they just have to decide what they want to do with their club, and I think they know, but they just. I don't know how to get there. Yeah. I mean, I do think... I think they should sell Messi, Neymar, and just just rebuild around Mbappe. Because I think Messi has to leave. I think Messi... And I think Neymar should have left. I think they should have sold Neymar. I I think signing him for a long term... He's 30... Is a bad. I I would not give a thirty year old Neymar five years. Like, 
like I don't think it's I don't think it was a smart deal at all. Well, let's just see how this plays out. And, uh, honestly, I don't expect much change in PSG next season. I don't expect a lot of change from PSG in the in the near coming years. Speaking of PSG, Okunpembe has been put on the market. So PSG wants 15 million, and so far Chelsea and Juventus are interested. I think I think Juventus would be a better fit for uh, for him in, than Chelsea. But Juventus is looking into it as a backup, if the lift were to leave. I think I think that's a smart. I. Yeah, I do. I think that's a good move for Juventus. I don't know if it in Chelsea though. Damn, I don't see a guy like Ikebembe playing in the Prem. I just don't think his style is built yeah. for that English league. Yeah. I don't, I don't see. Yeah, like you said, I don't think he's built for the prem. Yeah, another team I could see him going for is AC Milan. I could, I could see him going to AC Milan. I think. I think in, I think Italy would be the best fit for him. Whether it be a Juventus, a Milan, an Inter. I think maybe also like a, a Lazio could be an interesting team. And Napoli. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I think... Yeah, Italy's the best league that he could possibly go to right now in his career. Yeah, I definitely I think it's Italy and I think he would be a really good player in Italy. Alright. So there has been much controversy on the right wing player for for Liverpool. Mo Salah, and today he has extended on a three-year deal, and he will be making three hundred fifty thousand euros a week. That is, I think it's a really good move for Liverpool to keep Salah, especially after losing Sadio Mane. But. I don't think I think I'm actually gonna go bold here. I don't think Liverpool even get close to winning the Premier League this season. 
I don't think they they I I don't I think they actually finished third in the league. Um, like third, but like by by miles. And I think they lose in the quarterfinals of the Champions. I don't think Liverpool will. I don't. I think Liverpool's best chances to win were this was the season because they were going for the quadruple. You only get two out of the four, and you lose the two major trophies. So I I think Liverpool. I think Liverpool just wasted their winning their uh, their 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 peak of winning. Yeah, and now you lose Sadio Mane, who was although he was he was, arguably, he was underrated. Yeah, arguably was the best player they had. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, he was the best player. I think it was. Sadio Mane, Van Dijk, and Salah. Like it's a, it's, it's an interesting move, to to say the least, to keep Salah. But I don't think Liverpool's good enough to even compete for for the Prem this year. And that's with the acquisition of Nunes. Let's just hope he was worth it. <laughs> yeah, let's truly hope he was. Jesus, Boston just robbed Indiana. Alright, AC Milan have agreed. A historic kit deal with Puma starting from next year until 2028 for 30 million each year. Damn. I mean, Milan is making a lot of good moves on the business end. Like the new owner, now, now, the, uh, now the kit deal. Like, I think Milan is really is being really well ran. Yeah, I think Milan is slowly building back up to the mountaintop. Yeah. And I'm glad to see it because I think Milan, the like, especially the, uh, like, I think the legacy that that club has it's like that's it's it's a winning it's the winning mentality it's a winning ways of the club. So I'm glad to see it that it's going back to the to the to its roots of winning. All right. So next up, Christian. Eric Christensen has like he will decide his future based on Man United signings. Don't go to don't go to Man United. <laughs> and a Tyrell Man.
The young and some other guy. Yeah. Not important. The other guy ain't important. Just the young. Don't I if I'm Christian tonight, I'm not even united. I think I honestly think a team that would be really good for him would be like a honestly I just stay at Chelsea. So he should go to Chelsea. He should go. I well it all depends on like it depends. He should go. Honestly, he should just go to any club but Man United. No one go to Man United. <laughs> Man United is career suicide for players. Honestly, if I'm being truthful, I think he should. I think he would be a good replacement for for Frankie De Young. Yeah, I could, I could see it. I could. I don't know how good he would be in the Spanish league, though. But yeah, I could definitely see like a team like Barcelona being interested. Yeah, and I don't think he is that expensive. I think he plays for Brentford right now. Like that team with the B. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Brent. Poor poor guys. (laughs) Yeah, what team do you see him going to? I see him either going to like like I said, Chelsea could be one. Like going to Chelsea, I could also see like a. Uh, I could honestly see a Monaco maybe. Like especially now that they lost out, like like I he could be like that Schwarmeni replacement maybe. I think it's either Monaco, Chelsea, or Barca. Those are the top three teams that I could see him going to. All right, next up we have Jorge Sampaoli has quit. For Martial. Oh, man, man, man. Poor. Honestly. I think it was time. I think you can't. I think coaching in the French League is probably one of the toughest things you can do. Like, trying to be competitive in the French League because you're not... Because of who PSG is, it's like, honestly, I'm going to, this could be a hot take, this could not be a hot take, but I, the, the league is the most boring league in football. Yeah, because it's just PSG. Just PSG. And as Monaco is up there, but they're, they're not. not as dominant. It's literally just PSG. <laughs> like... So I don't think I, I don't think any coach is going to go to I don't think any great coach or will ever touch a, a, a French league job ever again. Yeah. 
because like they're not gonna go to PSG because they don't want to work with a spoiled brat, and like you're not gonna want to compete against that team either. So, yeah. So Chesa and Vlaovic are changing their numbers. That's there's pressure for for Chesa right there. Yes, right. Chesa changed his number to seven. Yep, and that there's there's a lot of there was pressure wearing number seven in Juventus. I think about the players who have worn that number. I can think of one. So can I. That wore that number. Exactly. Matters. Arguably the greatest of all time. Sui. Sui. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo, Sui guy. Shout out, Speed. Come on the show, brother. <laughs> Come on the show. We'll let you do this as many times as you want. There's our formal invocation. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a lot of pressure for, I think he's 21. Yeah, I believe so. He's either 21 or 22. But like for a 22-year-old or a 21-year-old to um, to now take on... The number seven jersey of Juventus, formerly worn by one of the greatest players of all time. It's like no pressure, <laughs> no pressure. But yeah, I, if it's a player from any player on that Juventus roster, I would pick Chiesa. Yeah, to, to give it to. Yeah, I I definitely think it's a good. Decision, and I think he will live up to the hype. I think he will live up to the pressure. I don't think, I don't think he'll crumble. All right. So Kevin Phillips, a few hours ago, underwent his medical for Manchester City. I completely forgot he went to City. <laughs> And that's happened. A lot has happened in the sports world that I completely forgot about. That happened like last week. <laughs> I think that might be one of the best. I think that is the best. I'm gonna actually go bold here and say that is the best signing Manchester City did, not Haaland. Because I think Phillips now, especially in that game that they played, that Leeds versus City game. Phillips was the best. Calvin Phillips was the best player on that pitch by far, and that was a game that you had De Bruyne on the pitch. You had Gabriel Jesus. You had um everyone. You had Rafinha. You had everyone on that pitch. Calvin Phillips was that best player. So I think, I think Calvin Phillips is a better version of Casemiro, and I wanted him in Madrid. I wanted him to come to Madrid so we could sell Casemiro. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Phillips in Manchester City is 
a great signing. And he has, I think, a better atmosphere playing for City. Yeah. Like, but I do look at all that because he, he's a really good player. He's probably one of the most underrated players in the past. Better situation. Yeah. Because he'll now be competing and more than likely winning the Premier League every year. He'll be in a good position to play Champions League football for the first time in his career. So, I think it's the best decision that he could have made. All right, now moving back to France. The PSG wants to sell Messi. Or they are looking into it. Yeah, well, so that means they're probably not going to sell him because if they're saying they want to, they're not going to. Because <laughs> these guys do the opposite of what they say they want to. They're like, they're like weird, man. But I, I need, they need to sell Messi. I would love to see Messi back in back in Barca, either back in Barca or down here in Inter Miami. <laughs> that would be beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. If he comes here to Miami. He caught it Barca before June nineteenth. July nineteenth. Yeah, I was about to say June nineteenth is a. Yeah. It was like a couple of weeks ago, bro. Man, if he goes to Barca before before Classico and he's playing in El Clasico, I'm flying to Vegas. <laughs> to hell with to hell with Mexico. I'm going to Las Vegas. And I am sneaking into that stadium and I am meeting Lionel. <laughs> Leo, Leo, Devil. Ironically, I still have out. I I still have the tickets from El Clasico 2017. I don't think I have the tickets. Yeah, I didn't even know I still had them. Incredible days, <laughs> days of our lives. <sighs> I have tickets for the final in uh, 2016 when the Copa America was here. Yeah. In the US, but I never went. <laughs> yeah, I found out we had tickets to the Eastern Conference finals this year. <laughs> and just mm-hmm. my dad never realized it until, until it was too late. <laughs> I wanted to kill him when I found out. I'm like, you're telling me we could have been at an Eastern Conference Finals game. <laughs> Just like we could have been at that game where Ray Allen hit the shot. The infamous shot. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so speaking of goats, Jose Mourinho is interested in Cristiano Ronaldo. Papi Mourinho! <laughs> That's that would be that would be something. Mourinho coaching Cristiano again. Ah, that turns me on. <laughs> Man, that Roma team with Cristiano Ronaldo, coached by Jose Mourinho. Ooh, that that would be that would truly be. That would put Roma back 
in contention for the for the city. I was about to say for the Prem. <laughs> that would truly be interesting. I I want to see that. I like I said earlier in the episode, Ronaldo has to leave United for his own career's sake. Definitely. Because if Ronaldo wants to stay at that top level, Manchester United cannot. Yeah, like you, and if he even, I think if he doesn't, if he's comfortable not, not competing, just go to the MLS then. Like, because United is going to. Because if you go to the MLS, that's not going to affect your legacy. If you stay in United and you keep losing and losing and losing, his legacy is going to be tarnished, whether we like it or not. Like, I think for his legacy, he should get out of United. And uh, I think, I don't know if it was Isco or Asensio, but one of those could be going to drummer as well. Yeah, honestly, that would, I think, I think if Ronaldo goes to uh, Roma, I think they would get one of those two. Man, then imagine, like, Ronaldo and Isco under Mourinho. Man. That would truly be something. So. Okay, so according to this, Carlo Angelotti will fix Hazard's career by playing him as a false nine. Ooh. Well, if this ad could just... Honestly, me. that wouldn't be the... <clears throat> I know people are going to, like, back, like, not agree with the decision. I think it would be an int- I would like to see Hazard play the false nine. Like I think I think we should try it in preseason, see how he does. And if he feels comfortable and he can give us the results, then I think yeah, go for it in this season. And what? I I would I would say try it in the preseason and if he's like Good and feels comfortable doing it. Go for it. And honestly, I think you, I think Hazard could fit better than people expect him to be because everyone at this point is saying he's washed, but. I still think he has something to offer. Yeah. I, I don't think he's washed. I just think he's like... He, he's had bad luck with the injuries. 
he's had bad luck with injuries because because I think I think when healthy he's one of the best he's a really great he's a dominant player He's a dominant player. I think, I think if, I think if he can stay healthy, he'll be a great asset for Real Madrid. Believe me, so do I. Because <laughs> we spend a lot of money on that man. <laughs> All right, so. He has 12 months left on his contract. That's Manchester uh... City has yet to do anything. I mean, I think there's still time for Manchester City to decide what they want to do with him. Like, I think 12 months is plenty of time. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I don't think... <clears throat> I would I wouldn't start overreacting he's leaving yet. It's like if I like if when he has three months left on his deal, if he still hasn't signed, then yes, we can have the conversation. But as of right now, I think I don't I don't think I think he will stay in United in City. If he doesn't, what clubs do you think it could go after him? I could see I could honestly see like a a Dortmund try to get him. I could see a real I could see Madrid be interested. I could see uh, I could see Roma, I could see Juventus. There's like a lot of teams that I could actually see being So according to this, they are in talks of a contract extension, potentially up to three years. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. I think I I don't think he's gonna go. I think he's staying in in city. It's, it's a it's the best move for him. Yeah, I think it depends. Because if he wants to win a Champions League title, I think his best odds are leaving. But if he's comfortable with how dominant Manchester City is in the Prem, then stay. I I don't think... I think if he wanted to, like, get a Champions League, I do think City can win a Champions League soon. With Haaland, it's definitely a possibility. I think they need, especially with Calvin Phillips, I think if they just sign a couple more players, they could be serious threats in the, in the Champions League as soon as this year. So I don't know, man. I I think his best. I think. I think he, 
I think he should stay in city. Yeah, because I don't think it should take long for Haaland to get adjusted into their system. I think Haaland's going to be like a monster from the start. I think, if anything, I yeah, think it would take him two to three weeks to, for him to get his feet under him. But I think he'll just dominate Prem. Yeah, and uh, I think they are getting Alvarez from 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 Rivers too. Yeah, I think I think I'm. I will say this: I think Manchester City is going to be a team that everyone should be looking out for next season. So, I think Van Marens. I would give it one. If they're not, if we can't, if they can't win a championship this year, a Champions League this year, but yeah, I think Manchester City are high favorites to win the Champions League. Yeah, I th- I think they're definitely the one of those teams. they've done. I definitely, I could see City being a contender. I'm actually going to go bold here. I think they will. I think they do win it. Honestly, I think so. Yeah, I definitely think it's definitely. I think they are. I think unless they face Real Madrid again, they're going to win the Champions League. Except well, if Real Madrid is in the finals, and then Real Madrid will win. <laughs> I mean, Real Madrid, holy shit, I was about to say. I was about to say the wrong thing there. but <laughs> holy crap. But yeah, I think I, I'm very high on Manchester City. Yeah, all right, moving on. Rafinha asked. Chelsea to block the no asked Leeds to block the Chelsea deal, <laughs> saying that he wants to go to Barca, and Barca is ready to offer a new deal of fifty-five million. I I mean, this whole thing is like a telenovela right now. <laughs> it's like a. Transfer. I think I think he'd be better. I actually think he'd be better. I didn't know Chelsea. Could do that. Me neither. I think I think I'm actually gonna go bold. I think he'd be better in Chelsea than he would be in Barca. Because I think he wouldn't have. It wouldn't take him that long to get used to the competition and the system coming from the prem, just moving cities. I think it'd be a lot easier for him as a player to adjust to the Chelsea system right away and be the best version of himself right away than it would be in Barca. Maybe. Mm. 
But yeah, this whole thing is like like insane. It's like popcorn worthy drama. Yeah. Well, since it is June first, it's July first. Lo- what is wrong with me? I'm sorry, dude. I think I think you uh, I think you might still be stuck in June. <laughs> you said June sixteenth earlier. You now say June first. It's July first, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Now that it is, now that it is July first. A lot of players are officially free agents. And Eric Christensen, Paulo Dybala, Belotti, oh, Eriksen, Jesse Lingard, Isco Suarez, Cavani, Mertens, Marcelo, Slatan, Fabregas, and Pastore. That's a lot of players. That is a lot of players. I think the one that surprises me the most is Slatan. Yeah, I I would have thought Slatan would have like resigned with Milan. Cause that man's never gonna retire. He's a cyborg. <laughs> like he'll he'll probably be playing for like the next fifty years. He literally played for like I think five months with no knee. Yeah. That man literally played. He had no knee and he was still dropping dimes. Forty years old. Yeah, like that. He was he was prime Slatan with no fucking knee. <laughs> Who the hell does that? <laughs> like, damn, bro. Who does that, dude? <laughs> Only Slatan. Only Slatan. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one crazy month ahead in free agency, not just in basketball but also in soccer. Definitely got a busy month. (laughs) And our last football story: Manchester United is on high alert after Arsenal failed to sign. Yodi Etienmans. He would be the perfect player for United. I think Tillmans would be absolutely incredible for United. And I think under Ten Hag, he could probably get something out of him. So I definitely think that's the one move Manchester United should go out and make. I agree. Tillmans could really help them get back on track. It's yeah, I think that's the one move Manchester United that and priorities for Man United. Agreed. Now, moving on to the NBA. Well, free agency started yesterday. <laughs> Man, it's been it's still going. Man, I can't believe Indiana... I can't believe Boston got Brogdon for that. Yeah. Listen was... to this package. The Indiana Pacers are trading guard Malcolm Brogdon to the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are sending Daniel Theis, Aaron Naismith, and a first-round pick for Malcolm Brogdon. Well, see, I don't think Daniel 
Tice is that bad. No. I mean, yeah, he's not amazing, but but he can do stuff. I'm gonna be honest. I I thought he was <laughs> never knew he was in Boston. <laughs> but yeah, free agency's been wild, and we'll we'll tell you all the moves that have happened here. But to make sure you you stay up to date with everything, make sure you follow us on Twitter. That is. What is her Twitter? Uh, well, let me let me open. Pegasus Media Twenty Two. And also, if you want to see some dope pictures of us of an Inter Miami game, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Pegasus underscore Media underscore Pod. If I said that right. Yes. Yes, you did. Yeah, I know it's Pegasus Media underscore Pod. Pod, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we long live social media. <laughs> but now that we're done plugging in our things, let's get into free agency. First up, as you might have heard, Kevin Durant has requested a trade away from Brooklyn. Now, Kyrie is also rumored to be leaving as well. But Katie and Kyrie has said that they want to play together still, just not in Brooklyn. Man. I'm going to throw this out here. Because it's something that we, you and I have reported on this, and you and I have talked about this. All right, hold up. Breaking. What happened? Melbourne 3 or after Nanny. He still plays? I think he's retired. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't he retire after the World Cup? Actually, let me see if he still plays. I'd be surprised if he... Uh... I'd be really surprised if he still plays. Damn, Lenny. Not that fucking... Lenny. Okay. Where Damn. am I playing now? Dead. <laughs> I don't know. Probably no. Probably not. But so he was playing in Orlando, but he left. Maybe he's, he's not... playing in Venezia FC. Damn. Good for me. Yeah. He's playing in the city. Yeah. Oh well. Actually, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I completely forgot about him. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think you should go to Australia. Yeah, I think Australia would would change I've seen for our good friend Danny. 
Hagrid Finn and we've never met him. Completely forgot about him, but he's a good friend. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to free agency. <laughs> I've reached an agreement in principle with Leeds for 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 Rafinha. The fee will be around sixteen million. Damn! Watch Chelsea just hijack that. Just go in there with like AK forty sevens. Like no. He plays for us. <laughs> God damn it. You will play for Chelsea. I will kill you. Frankie de Young is on Chelsea's list as a monitor move by Manchester United. Go to Chelsea. Go to Chelsea. Just do yourself a favor. Go to Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea is better than Manchester United. I mean, by far. By let's far. Be honest. Like, they are miles ahead of us. I mean, of United. <laughs> totally not. All right. All right, switching back to the NBA. Indeed. What do you think about them still wanting to play together just on another team? Look, it would be... Cr- I would... I think it's an interesting decision. I think... I don't know. But I'm going to literally say this as something that I think would be insane if it happens and it would probably break the league. And it's something that you and I have talked about. It's something that you and I have both reported on. And it's something that I've actually had conversations about. How crazy would it be? And this is something that could honestly happen. A Westbrook THT... Um, Westbrook THT, maybe you throw in Kendrick Nunn and a ton of first round picks to make, and like other players to make the money work for KD and Kyrie. Imagine how crazy that would be. KD, Kyrie, LeBron, Davis. (laughs) That would be insane. Yeah. I feel like that would be like. I think that would be what Brooklyn was trying to, trying do, to do with Harden, but it would actually work. Yeah, and I think that team is becomes unstoppable. And like, but I will say, I do think I don't think KD and Kyrie will be on the same team. I I think I think they are going to get traded separately, and it's going to be interesting. But what was your initial reaction when you first heard the news of KD wanting? Honestly, I'm not shocked anymore. <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. But what? I will this. Whenever... T- Those two? They would be an unexpected team. If that signs him. Yeah. Why don't you go back to Golden State? <laughs> <laughs> he just says, hey, I want to go back to the Warriors. <laughs> And I mean, like, it could definitely happen. I think KD is, I think KD, I mean, KD's two teams that he said he wants to go to are Miami and Phoenix. I don't know what a trade package 
from Miami to Brooklyn for KD would be because, like, we give up that's not named Butler or, or Adebayo that would possibly get them to uh to want to give us KD. I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen some mock trades on Instagram, and like some of them have included the Tyler Hero, but I just don't think him and other players would be enough. Yeah, like I don't think, cause like even if we throw them, hypothetically, a Hero, Robinson, uh, Deadman and Oladipo trade plus picks, I don't think that's enough. I think. I think Phoenix could land him because I think you could throw in a DeAndre Ayton. Throw in an Ayton. Uh, you could throw in maybe Ayton, Mikel Bridges, and a couple first-round picks, and I think that's good. Another team that, look, I'm going to say this here. Look out for them. What about OKC? They have young assets. They have incredible... They have, like, a shit ton of first-round picks. And, like, I don't know. I would like to see KD, uh, Shea, Chet on on a team. That'd be an interesting thing. That would be good to see him back in OKC. Yeah, maybe try to right his wrongs from, from the last time. And maybe actually win the ring without Steph. Maybe. Hopefully. He would have to go through Steph, though, if he goes to OKC. <laughs> and then imagine just re- loses to Steph, joins the Warriors again, then goes back to Brooklyn. <laughs> now, just... how about Kyrie? Where could you see Kyrie going? Well, that's our next... Sorry, actually. Kyrie is trying to force himself. To... First of all, that's what she said. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> Second of all, that would be a really good... That would be a... Davis-LeBron is a hell of a team. Now, my only issue, and this has literally been... My only issue with Kyrie all this time. He's a head of a player. But he needs... Like, if, if, if him going to LA will mean he'll start showing up to... Start actually playing games, then yeah, I think that team becomes a contender. Because... LeBron would be really damn good. I think that would be incredibly... That'd be an interesting thing to see. And from what I'm being told, there is a... Uh, this is as of three hours ago. Uh, this on our Twitter. The Lakers are working aggressively on a deal for Kyrie. The, the current offer that has been admitted to Brooklyn has is Russell Westbrook, uh, THT, and their 2027 first-round pick. And Joe Harris could be headed to L.A. in the deal. He'd be a master. Like, Kyrie to L.A. would be good. But what would you think about Joe Harris to the Lakers? 
I think Joe Harris would be great. I mean, if they do get what they're trying to achieve, Joe Harris would be the shooting guard that they need to pull the team together. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, a good starting... You could look at... You could be looking at a lineup of... um. Uh, Kyrie, Joe Harris, LeBron, uh, Davis, and then uh, Damian Jones at the center, or you just go out and get a good center. I think I think it's definitely an interesting. To okay, okay, so this is Cristiano Ronaldo talking about his son. He says, "My son tells me." Dad, hold on a few more years. I want to play with you. Damn. Ah, Ronaldo and Ronaldo. Dude, you know what's crazy? In like a couple years, we could see Ronaldo and Ronaldo playing with Ronaldo's son. We could see LeBron and Bronny playing. I think he's like 12. Okay, so maybe not. Maybe not at the same time. I don't know. LeBron is superhuman, so maybe he does actually. All How is Ronaldo Jr.? He's 12. Oh, goddamn. I mean, you have to think. Still, for like four years, he would be playing. <laughs> he would be playing in, in the World Cup in the U.S. Nice. Let's do it, Ronaldo. Come Maybe on. Portugal. Come on, Ronaldo. <laughs> Come on, Cristiano. We need come to Miami. Come to our house. Come to my house. <laughs> no need to pay for hotel. <laughs> because technically, he could go pro at sixteen. Yes. Yes, he could. Come on, Ronaldo. Come to Miami. <laughs> That'd be insane, Ronaldo and Ron. That would be so wholesome. That really that would be a really interesting thing. Okay, let's back, let's go back to the NBA. <laughs> true, true. All right. Okay. So Jokic signs the highest contract in NBA history. Jesus, Jesus, hero. He did it a few, I think a year ago at like 264. Yeah. Or like 260 or something. But now he did it again for 270. Yep, that man is literally set for like life, man. Like 270 to five year 270. Like that is insane. That is almost fifty. That's it. That's that is exactly fifty-four million a year. And we we've had this talk before. We when we first heard the reports of Denver potentially offering this, we this was like a couple of months ago when we had this talk on the on a on this episode on the show. Do you think he deserves it? Like, is he overpaid or is this the right amount of money for Nikola Jokic? 
I think he's overpaid. I just don't think he's a type of player that deserves to be the highest contract of all time. Yeah. I mean, but also I, I do really think he's overpaid. Yeah. I think he's overpaid, but at the same time, I don't because I look at what players who are less, like who aren't as good as him. I look at what they got. I got this this uh, today. I look at what Carl Anthony Towns got. I look at what guys like dude, Lou Dort got eighty two million, eighty seven point five million dollars. So at at a time, yeah, I do think it's overpaid, but I believe. Look, I think Jokic definitely deserves the money, but I do think to have him be winning in a year is a little too much. Yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Is this real? But I mean, at the same also a two-time back-to-back. He's a back-to-back MVP, so. I don't know if he's real or not, but the Pelicans have engaged with Nets on a trade for Kevin Durant. Damn. All right. Did I read that right? Yeah, I read that right. Yeah. Well, really interesting. I don't know. He's not going to New Orleans. I'm sorry, Pelicans fans. There's no way in hell he's going to New Orleans. Unless you trade Zion. You would have to give up Zion, uh, Ingram, a shit ton of picks. And we got a new signing alert. Um... We've got Derek Jones Jr. is going to Chicago Bulls. He is signing a two-year deal, $6.6 million and uh, damn, so he's staying in Chicago. You forgot about Derek Jones Jr., actually. I think it's really good about him. Yeah. As soon as he left Portland, I forgot about him. Because I liked him in Portland. I loved him in Miami. And I completely forgot about him in Chicago. All right, let's, uh, let's continue. All right. Now, now, we are going to go over all of the free agency moves that happened. Last night, so yeah, and we'll get we'll give you opinion here and there, but it was a very busy night for us last night. <laughs> back down, scroll up. Uh, Okay. 
Yeah, okay. So first off, we have Devin Booker re-signing with Phoenix for four years with a two hundred fourteen million contract extension. Damn. Uh, I think it's a great move. For, I think it's an incredible move for Phoenix. I don't think there was even a doubt in my mind that he wasn't going to resign. And uh, I just think Phoenix is a great team, great decision for doing that. I mean, I get it. He loves Phoenix, but dude, I think it was and the right decision for him to go back? Yes, because I don't think another team was going to pay him that much. I don't think Booker... I don't think Booker's actually as good as people think he is. I think... I genuinely think, and I'm going to... And uh, if you are a... Uh, if you're a... If you are a fan of... Um, of an... If you're a member of the Enjoyers of Basketball Twitter community, which you totally should join, you if you were on a space that we did last night, you would have heard of this opinion. Booker's not better than Jaden Brown. Thompson, I don't think I think Booker is probably I don't think Booker's top twenty. I don't think Dev but I think that's why I do think he made a good decision signing staying in Phoenix, because I don't think any other team was gonna offer him that much money. But yeah, I definitely think Devin Booker staying in Phoenix is a good move. All right, next up is Chris uh, resigned with the Milwaukee Bucks on a four-year, forty-nine million dollar deal. Um, so uh. I'm gonna. I'll ask you this: Did he um, did he do the right thing going back to Milwaukee? I think he did. I think he played an underrated role in Milwaukee and their and their championship run. So, and I think he's a key player for the Bucks. Yeah, as it stands. So I think it was a great. And I. It's not a bad contract. Four years, $49 million. That's not bad. That's like $12 million a year, which for him, I actually think that's kind of like underpaid for Bobby Portis. Yeah, I think he deserved more. Yeah, I think maybe like $15 million a year would have been interesting to see. All right. That's Bradley Beal. On a two hundred and fifty-one million five-year deal max contract. Jesus Christ! Two hundred fifty-one million dollars. That's a. That's an interesting deal. Now. Do you think I'll ask you the same question you asked me uh, about Booker? 
do you think his best option was staying in uh, in uh, in Phoenix? Because we knew Miami was interested. We knew a lot of teams were interested. So, was it? I, I do not think he should have stayed in Washington. I think he should have gone to. Yeah, I definitely think. Yeah, I think Miami would have been perfect for him because, like, playing with Butler and Bam, and I think it would have been really a smart move for him. Yeah, I think he probably could have gone to like a Philadelphia. I would have been interesting. To see, yeah. like, a backcourt of Harden and Beal. All right, next up, we... You talked about Jokic. Uh, we talked about Jokic. We have Victor Oladipo staying in Miami for one more year. Million. dollars. Honestly, I think it's a good move for Miami. I think he was a... He was a... Key piece in the Eastern Conference. I think, like, there was games he looked really good in during the playoffs this year. So I think he was decent. Yeah, I think he was good enough for... Uh, he improved, but I liked how he, how, he, how he played. Yeah, I definitely think it's a good move for Miami. It's actually kind of the only move we've made. Yeah. How are you doing, Pat Riley? All right, next up, Malik Monk signing a two-year deal, $16 million with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. I think that is the most random free agency signing I've ever heard. Because, like, I think Malik Monk should have stayed in L.A. Because I think, especially if you bring in Kyrie, I don't know how he would do with uh, Sabonis and with Fox in in uh, in Sacramento. I don't know. I don't know how good that team would be. It might not be the best fit for for Monk, but I think it's a great move by the Kings. Yeah, you think it'll work. I mean, I, I, I'm very. I don't think I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's gonna work because I don't think Malik Monk can like. I don't think he fits with uh. I don't think he will fits well with a uh. With um. With De'Aaron Fox, uh, I don't think it's gonna. F- I don't think it's gonna work. But I'm very interested to see how it works, if it works. All right. Next up, we have Joe Ingles heading to the to the Bucks. It's said to be a one year deal. Yeah. This is uh for me one of the best signings of free agency. The Bucks. Are an incredible team. Even better, they just got more shooting in Joe Ingles. 
I think this is truly the best. I think this is the best shooter they've had since Kyle Corbin. And like, I think Joe Ingles in Milwaukee is going to really be good. It's going to allow, it's going to take the pressure off of uh, Chris Middleton. Like, Chris Middleton won't have to play as much because you can put in, you can play Ingles as backup small forward. You could actually, even if there will, and I do think there will be times where we do see Joe Ingles run the, so like he could be the starting shooting guard for uh, for Milwaukee. So I think this was one of the best signings of free agency. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's arguably the best sh- shooter they've had since Corver. Uh, steal from Utah, and honestly, unexpected. Yeah, I was when this happened. I was not. I never thought Joe Ingles would leave Utah. Yeah, me neither. I like to think Milwaukee would come. Actually, didn't he go from from Milwaukee to Utah? I think he did. So he's back in Milwaukee, maybe. All right, next up, the Los Angeles Lakers signed uh, Damian Jones. No, he did not. Damian Jones to the Lakers. Your deal. I don't know how I feel about that. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, like my initial thoughts were just like, man, okay. I was just thinking, like, okay. Yeah. Like, it's honestly, I have no opinion. Yeah, I haven't seen him play long enough. I'm going to be honest. I have never seen him play. <laughs> I have watched, I've, Watched and covered the NBA for approximately like 10 years now, and I have yet to see him play. I just know him because of 2K. That's it. I literally just know him because of 2K. All right, next up. Chris Boucher signs a three-year, $35.25 million deal with Toronto. This is an incredible move for Toronto. I think... Bouchard, Chris Bouchard is one of the more underrated centers in the league. And I'm super excited for this. I truly do like... I la- I love this move for uh, for Toronto. Honestly, $35 million for two for three years isn't bad. Not bad. And yeah, I think... He has a great fit with Toronto, but like how he's been playing, and uh, as you said, he is underrated. So hopefully, he gets the recognition he deserves in the future. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, Lou Dort is the next one with a five year. Deal eighty seven point five million. <laughs> that is straight up highway robbery. Okay, see. Uh, Luke deserves a lot more. Honestly, I'm probably gonna get crucified by this. He deserves over a hundred. 
Definitely. I would honestly say I would have given him a one uh five year one twenty five. Yeah. Which is approximately twenty five million a year. <laughs> I, I that, I've seen people say he's overpaid and like I could see why you say that, but like he's a With great his- defender. I think it's the reason that OKC does not get destroyed every single game. Yeah. Well, except that 75 point blowout, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Well, besides that game. (laughs) Exactly. Besides that game, he's an incredible defender. (laughs) That was. I still can't believe that game actually happened. It's incredible. 75 points. Like, how the hell do you... How, how bad do you lose by 75 without John Morant? I wonder what they were thinking at halftime. Like, I can't just quit the game. They probably were thinking of killing themselves. <laughs> now, this, isn't, this next deal is an interesting deal. Magic Center, Mohamed Bamba extends... With the two-year, twenty-one million dollar, Mo Bamba. Honestly, that's a good deal. I I like the deal for. Uh, it's like around ten and a half year. I I think it's a good deal for for Mo Bamba. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a smart move. Yeah, all right. Next is Jones. Signed a two-year, thirty million contract with the Memphis Grizzlies. I really like this this move by the Grizzlies. Jones is an incredible point guard. Yeah, and I his- love this deal. This is incredible. I think Memphis did a smart thing here. Cheap, like you're getting him for fifteen million a year. I think he's very good. I think he's an underrated defender and he's a really good I think he's a really good playmaker and he gives you that good that great playmaker once Jaws like comes out like once Jaws subbed out, you can really good moves by Tyus Jones. Like the PJ Tucker. Heading to Philadelphia on a three million deal. This is probably the best thing Philadelphia has done in a very long time. Because I think PJ Tucker, honestly, the I'm excited. I think he is definitely. I think the having him alongside Matisse Thybul defensively is going to be beautiful for them case that right now he should start over Tobias Harris. I mean, defensively, yes. And I mean, like... And arguably offensively, too. Yeah, because he can do... Especially from that one corner. Yeah, yeah, that one corner. I think that's where they sent him. Because, like, he can give you seven points, five rebounds, and two assists a game. 
with his defense. That's that's really all you need. Because I do think if they had a player like PJ, I think PJ Tucker was the X factor in the, in the Philadelphia Miami series. Yeah. So many deals were made last night. <laughs> Except Nicholas Boom is extending a two-year deal with the Los Angeles Clippers. This is honestly like the uh, Damian Jones one that, like, I don't know how to feel about it because I think Boom, like, there's the times that he, and there's the times that, like, I see him and I'm like, mm, he's not good enough to, like, I don't. I don't know. I think it's a decent move for the Clippers. I don't think it puts them in like crazy contention, but I think it's a good move. I think it's a great player defensively. Yeah, I think it's a great move. Good move by the Clippers. <sighs> All right, there we go. Come on, let's continue. <laughs> Marvin Bagley signed a three-year, $37 million deal with the Detroit Pistons. Man, Marvin Bagley, I think Marvin, the Detroit re-signing Marvin Bagley is one of the best moves. I think it's an incredible Detroit. And I'm excited to see the um, how good that young core can be with Kate Cunningham. And Marvin Bagley, that's going to be a great, that's going to be a really good, really good team in the next coming years. And, and Sadiq Bay, I think Detroit is going to be a great team. Oh, and, uh, and Mortal Kombat Stewart. After that fight with LeBron, that oh. man. That man can. That man can fight. <laughs> Lonnie Walker has agreed to a one-year contract with the Lakers for six point five million dollars. This is such a good move for LA because I think I honestly think they replaced with a better version of Malik Monk. I, I'm a he, I, I, I've always been a big fan of Lonnie Walker, and I think LA gets an incredible player. He's re- underrated defensively. He's incredible offensively, but I think what may, what helps him stand out is his hustle. He's literally like if Dennis Rodman played like shooting guard, he will go out to and he will like literally dive for every single ball. It's an incredible move by LA, and I think this helps them if they can get Kyrie jo- and Harris and keep Lonnie Walker with Damian Jones. I think LA could be back to contending next season. Oh my God, there is so man. This is the beautiful thing about uh. Free agency. There, you never know how many deals are actually going to get start being announced. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Do we do the Patty Mills one? No, screw Patty Mills. Patty Mills is staying in Brooklyn on a two-year, $14.5 million deal. Overpaid. <laughs> if it sounds like I dislike Patty Mills, it's because I really do. And here's the thing. I don't know why. I just hate the man. Patty Mills is a good shooter. Yeah, he's a good shooter. What the hell with Patty Mills? Yeah, a good deal. Yeah. Juan Toscano Anderson to the to the Lakers. The Lakers have been very active in the free agency. Like I like the I like the move. Cause I think he was underrated in the Warriors. I definitely think he was one of the more underrated pieces for Golden State. So yeah. I think he'll help uh the Lakers a lot. I th- yeah. I think he'll help them and uh I think he can meet I think he uh, competes with uh, THT. Yeah. Like both young guys with great talent. JTA and THT. If only his name was like if only his name had a G. GTA. <laughs> One kind of Guan. Guan. Juan Toscano Anderson. That That's is a- fired JaVale McGee. That is a, that is actually one of my favorite moves for Dallas. Because JaVale McGee, I think he's always been underrated. And I think he's good enough to... And he'll probably center for that team. And I think he'll go back to being the JaVale McGee of old. Like, the Golden State JaVale McGee. So great move. I think this is an excellent move. Yeah, I mean, I think Javel McGee is a step up from Boban. So, yeah, excellent move. I already talked about that. I already talked about that. <laughs> Gary Harris signs a two-year deal, twenty-six million with Orlando. Man. I love this deal. I love it. I, I love the deal for Orlando because you're going to get him. You're getting Pablo. It's, Orlando's going to be fun to watch. Mark Helfold, Pablo Bell, um, Gary Harris. You keep Mo Bamba. You have Wendell Carter. That team could also be like a Detroit that like could throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah, those two teams are teams that you have to look out for. They could surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, uh, Kyle Anderson. Just going to move. Jalen Brunson has signed a four-year, $104 million deal with the Knicks. Oh, fuck. Jesus. New York is out of their damn minds. 
Before I fully absolutely go off on them, I'm going to actually let you go first with this one. I mean, I know what they were trying to do. Like, Brunson was a player that really showed up for Dallas in the playoffs. But I think they overpaid for him. A lot. Yeah. All right. New York. Here's here's the thing. They signed Jalen Brunson. Here's the guys who were still available. James Harden, Zach Levine, DeAndre Ayton, Joseph Nurkic, Colin Sexton, Miles Bridges, Dennis Schrouder, Warren. Porter was still available at the time. Gary Payton was still available at the time. Blake Griffin, Montrezl Harrell. They re-signed Mitchell Robinson. He's a free agent? Blake Griffin's a free agent, yeah. Why not? Did they say Gary Payton or Blake Griffin? Both. Gary Payton is a free agent? Yeah. Kevon Looney, DiVincenzo, Drummond. You literally could have had James Harden, Zach Levine, or DeAndre Ayton, and you choose Brunson. You could have had James Harden or Zach Levine or DeAndre Ayton, and you choose Jalen Brunson. How I'm genuinely convinced New York does important decisions high on crack. <laughs> because, like, there is no way Jalen Brunson is worth $104 million over four years. That is a $26 million a year salary for, for Jalen Brun- for a guy who really, who averaged 16, 4, and, not, and 3 last year. Yeah, uh, now New York, you guys fucked up on that one. And so, you think that they're Signing choices have improved over the years, but no, no, nah, man. New York, if anything, honestly, they've gotten worse. <laughs> like the Derrick Rose signing was okay, yeah, all right, that one was good. The Joakim Noah, yeah, then you signed Julius Randle over KD and Kyrie. God damn, you got so many. And now you sign Jalen Brunson over James Harden, Zach Levine, and DeAndre Ayton. New York is probably my boss, baby. Hmm. Honestly, no. Boss, baby, would probably do a better job running the Knicks. Yeah. Boss, baby, supremacy. Uh, All right, let's move on. We have a lot. Andre Drummond has agreed to a two-year, $6.6 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. I think Chicago made an incredible signing with that one. I think Drummond to Chicago is going to be one of the... It's going to be a really good move. Especially to back up Vucevic. That's a great deal. Yeah, and... Uh... I think Drummond is one of the most, or like not one of the most, but like he is an underrated shot blocker. Yeah. And 
Okay, we're getting there, people. <laughs> How many minutes are we? Oh my god, we're at 100. The Nordic, the Nordians, Pelican, Star, Zion, Williamson is nearing. Well, signed a five year, 231 million rookie. Max extension. Okay, if I thought, and I thought, okay, New Orleans, what the hell? I would not have gone that high. I mean, and Zion hasn't been like well over a year and a half. Yeah. The men's played in a total of 85 games. And here's the thing. That isn't a full season in three games. That is literally... He's played 85 total games in the span of three years. And that man just got $231 million. I would not have gone that... I don't think... I think New Orleans just... They sell what Memphis did with John Morant, like double it. They wanted to outdo them. Now, do you think Zion is going to play like he deserved it? Look, I here's the thing. I think if, when healthy, Zion deserved that money. When healthy, Zion is easily worth $200 million. But, and look, he looks like he's in shape. He looks like he's actually going to be able to stay healthy. I hope we get Duke Zion. Because to this day, that is the, that was the best version of him. That is the best version of any basketball player I, I have yet to see. That is, Zion Williamson and Duke is to this day the best collegiate athlete I have ever seen with my two eyes. That March Madness where he just dominated Merrick, when he just dominated UCF, he dunked over Taco Fall. <laughs> I remember that. Taco Fall is a giant. Six seven what? He's like seven three. Something like that. Yeah, don't over him. <laughs> I think he's a hell of a player when he actually can stay healthy. I like Golden State resigns Kevin Looney. But yeah. he, seven six. He is almost eight feet tall. And Zion jumped over him. <laughs> Man, Zion deserved. Yeah, he was incredible. Duke Zion was truly on another level. All right, let's move on. All right, Aaron Holiday has agreed to a one-year deal with the Atlanta Hawks. I think it's a good deal for Atlanta. I, I'm i not fully sold on Aaron Holiday. 
I like him in Indiana, but I don't know. I want. I have to wait and see. All right, Otto Porter signs two-year deal with Toronto. This is incredible. I think Toronto re-signing uh, Bouchard and getting Otto Porter. I think Toronto could like they're a playoff contender. I think it would have been better had he stayed in Golden State. But I think Toronto signing him, yeah, a whole lot better in the talent that he has. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think if he can stay healthy, he's going to make that team really good. All right, Zach Levine signs a five-year, $215.2 million deal with the Bulls. This is one deal out of all the major deals that have happened, the Jokic, the Zion, the Jaw, the Carl Anthony Towns. I think Zach Levine is the one guy who I believe is actually underpaid at 215. I think I would have given him 217. I know it's just 2 million, but 2 million can make a lot of difference. I love the I love the contract for uh, for Levine in uh in Chicago. I'm excited and uh an interesting thing about this that he is the second he is the uh this is the second highest contracting offer a Bulls player has ever received since Michael Jordan. Damn. The Bulls haven't paid over $200 million for a player since Michael Jordan. So, good for Zach Levine. Yeah, good company. Good company. <laughs> Vincent Company. <laughs> I wonder what happened to Vincent Goldman. And now Joseph Nurkic, um, four years, $70 million deal staying in Portland. That is a great move. That is a great. I think it was last week. I think it was last episode. I think it was like last episode that we were talking. Yeah, in the during the draft preview, during our draft preview, we were talking about how good Portland could be with Nurkic and with everyone. So I think this is a great deal for Portland. Yeah, and uh, Portland could get a lot better. There is some controversy going around. First of all, Damon Lillard posted a Photoshop of Kevin Durant and Portland. No, and Damon Lillard, both in Portland jerseys. And then Nurkic did. And then Nurkic did. And then he proceeds to sign for 70 million. So, man. What could this mean? I would love to see him from Portland. All right, let's move on to an interesting signing by the Clippers, to say the least. John Wall signs for two years, thirteen point two million. 
I think I I hope that under Tyron Lue and everything in the Clippers, I hope we can John Wall go back to his Washington days. I'm excited. I think this makes I think LA is going to be a very John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi, uh Zubak, everyone. That's gonna be a good team. I think it's just a great signing by the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, it works great for for John Wall. I'm ex- I'm very excited for it. And now Robin Lopez is going to Cleveland. I don't know how. Honestly, me neither. Because like I don't know. I don't know if I like. I don't know how good Robin Lopez can be nowadays. Well. Like his brother, but I know he's not as good as his brother. Yeah, them brothers be good, bro. All right, now to close out the show, we have two trades to announce. Oh, and Derek Jones Jr. is going to Chicago. One, we have one trade. Yeah, true. I forgot about the Celtics one. Okay. Oh man, I'm sad. I'm sad because of this next thing we're gonna talk about. What? Kevin Hart. I I I wish he would have stayed in Atlanta, man. Because yeah. Atlanta, if as of two hours ago, Atlanta's trading Kevin Herter to Sacramento for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first round pick. So, so Sacramento gets out, goes out, and signs Malik Monk, and now trades for Kevin Herter. How do you feel about that? I think they're making moves. I think they. They finally decided to uh, maybe make the playoffs for once in the last think, what fifteen years. <laughs> are they really? I think so. I think it's, I know they have the longest. I don't think. I don't think they've been to the playoffs since Chris Webber. Holy shit! Well, that just tells you that something needed to happen. And they're f- finally decided to make it happen. The last time the the last time the Sacramento playoffs was exactly fifteen years ago. They made it in two thousand and six. So they have not made it to a single playoff series since our lifetime. Damn. So hopefully they can make it to the playoffs. But yeah, Sacramento is improving a lot and making the right moves. 
All right, now, Derek Jones Jr. signed a two-year, $6.6 million deal with Chicago. I, that's a, that's, I like that move. Derek Jones Jr., I think he's going to do very good with Chicago. Yeah, I mean, uh... I think he did good in Chicago this season. Yeah. A nice deal. Oh, breaking. Dallas is expected to make a run at Colin Sexton. Damn. Oh, wow. Um, the Lakers could potentially put together a package for both KD and Kyrie. Man. So there's a chance that we do see KD, Kyrie, LeBron, Davis, maybe. Now, would Brooklyn ask for Anthony Davis, though? If I'm the Lakers, I would throw in Davis. Either Davis or Russ. I think Russ. I think Russ. I think you throw in Russ, and then I think you you keep Davis, LeBron, Durant, and Irving. Jesus Christ. Your basketball right there. I think uh, throwing Russ, THT, none. And then a ton of picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was free agency. Well, that was the last couple of free agency. I have a feeling we're not even done seeing the craziness. But yeah, that was our free agency special and our transfer window special. So, guys, for listening, and we will uh, a lot of exciting stuff within the next two weeks will be happening, and we are very excited. And thank you so much for listening, and peace out. <laughs>